No, we can't explain to them that it's not a real fire. I find it though amazing that you have um, an actual fireplace that we cannot we cannot properly use. Yes, we are, and uh, yes, an we <laughs> can, and we are. It's an actual. We are using it. Okay. Yes. Sir. So, are we live? We have. Yeah, we are live, and we have video right now, which is quite interesting. Yeah, for the first time. How do you feel about it? Same as before. Mm -hmm. A bit tired from the setup, actually. I should add that. It's gonna get better, you know. Yeah, it's I was thinking. It's important to start with something. It's just the first time, mm -hmm. and then you know we're gonna do it faster and faster. Who are these guys? Ilo and Milo. Yeah, nice to meet them. So wait, since we're here, let's talk to the people about the this uh, podcast thing. So we're doing video now. No, my question to you is, what kind of gear do you need, like properly, like these, the a TV shows, podcast, or a, ra a radio podcast, like top level? What do they need? So any any compact camera that is on the market, any camera that is capable to film 4K internally, that should work. Even with an iPhone, you can still do something. Depends on how how much you want to actually improve on that quality. To me, you know, we are using right now a Sony Alpha 6500, which is a compact camera and a very budgety lens. I would say it's a lens that is capable to film from, um, it's an eight 18 to 105 focal length. Yeah, yeah. But it's a digital one, it's not an actual, um, so it's a digital zoom. Uh, and it's more than enough for what we need to do right now. People don't see this, but w <laughs> we have quite a very funny setup. Uh, we have two lamps that are actually pointing towards us, not the very go-to option for a, a filmmaker. Normally you would use something like LED lights or a uh, panel, like a softbox that you see in photo studios. So that white big thing that what? Diffuses light? I'm not sure what I'm using. Exactly. So a softbox usually has a, a, a nice diffusion over it to create a nice sensation of light. But I like this because these uh, light bulbs tend to be uh, slightly warmer, which is mm. kind of like a mood for this particular show that we're trying to do with the fireplace as well successfully doing I'm, I'm curious to not see not just trying to yeah I'm curious to see what I'm gonna do with the image afterwards because I'm gonna play a bit with the light contrast um, white balance and so forth to see where it gets I find it extremely funny that we're talking about this right now I feel like in in a year's time this is gonna be extremely funny but that's fine that mm, you know dude I'm just making a shopping list now I'm not asking you just out of curiosity yeah soft boxes are usually what you need but normally if you have, if you want to have like all the lights in the world, it uh, it gets a bit complicated. It's a lot yeah. of 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 lot of light equipment, like professional professional um, podcast shows that also have videos on YouTube. They there are a couple of thousands of dollars or euros invested in there. Yeah, but you told me one at one point. So explain to the people as well the shotgun. W Shotgun microphone? Am I saying it right? Yeah, a shotgun microphone is a microphone that points towards a subject. So if you want to capture something that comes from a specific direction, you use a shotgun mic. This one is not exactly a shotgun mic. This also has, this can capture a bit of the atmosphere around you as well. So is this one. So those are not uh, pointy mics. Yeah, no, I'm asking you because 
why don't podcast producers us as well you know mm-hmm. why don't they just have two shotgun microphones pointing obviously because they're not moving around the, the hosts or two three one no, depending on how many people are are there hosting why don't they just use a shotgun to to a record sh- the sound a shotgun mic is quite um, it's quite a good option what i would do a setup that i have in my head for example i would use a microphone like this one an atmosphere mic yeah i, w- I would put it in the center to capture you know our projection of our voices towards it yeah. and i would have two uh radio mics attached to each and one of us what's a radio mic that thing that, that you, just you attach clip? yes okay okay so, so each and one of us would have the a tv presenter one exactly you okay. would have a radio mic and you would also combine that with the general microphone that you have remember that i showed you good mythical morning yeah they have oh yeah because they didn't have any you know, arm popping up. You don't know if they don't have a very long thing coming from behind the camera up, you know. like so uh, Somewhere uh, here, like outside the... If you h- want an even better sound, I think this would be also recommended to have a an arm that comes above the camera and then captures something from above. But then it's also about, you know, the... How should I say? It? It's a bit romantic. It's a bit, you know, what how they usually do it with this kind of microphone and the... Uh, cover thingy is that why most of them have it that way it's like the normal way of doing it even though there might be better ways or whatever whatever feels easy Mm. is usually uh, a good option so whatever feels like it's more comfortable and has the space to actually capture a lot of sound is more than enough so it's not an actual rule yeah yeah right shopping list done you know i was asking for especially since it's funny that you mentioned the one year from now on because well obviously we're gonna have to get back to this video mm-hmm. or i don't know you will know better at that point what what we will need yeah yeah so you said you have two topics on your list today yeah i have two two ideas well one of them if you remember our last episode ended quite abruptly because yeah. <laughs> this uh this mixer kind of shut down because we lost the connection to so right now this mixer is actually gaining um um has its power um from the laptop it's not actually running on on batteries right now so it's connected by usb and, and it has the power from that and this thingy disconnected because of a wrong move that we did was so it wrong move i think it was just out of nowhere wasn't it was it? A, it was a i think you moved your laptop just by mistake and it kind of broke but the idea is Sorry about it. Ah, that's fine. Uh, so I, I, I wrote, I uh, recorded a separate voice afterwards saying that we wanted to discuss about Game of Thrones because it was quite the hype back, you know, a week ago. The about a week ago. Yeah, and um, well the, the last subject that we tackled properly, I think it was... Um, boom, 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 boom. What was the last one? I know... Uh, what I can put in, th- I can't remember exactly what we were talking about, but my big question was not an an un- was not answered th- at that point. Mm. Unless you remember that, I can ask. My my question was about CGI. So, why is it so expensive? So, no, I think I asked you that the f- the fact that they ate into the budget or whatever. Um, this m- is something that oh yeah we we rumor, I've heard. I still didn't get to find so out no, properly. Anyway. Oh, okay. I'm still but trying. Tell me this. So how is CG? So CGI means computer-generated image, as far as I know. Yes. Yeah. Right. So how does that happen? Is it 
a team of people, I suppose, at that, you know, at that level of production. They just sit, obviously, at a computer and try to recreate the environment or is it blending with what what the rea the reality that they were you know capturing on camera how does it work specifically naturally everything has to be planned out from the beginning when you film something like that yeah it's very complicated sometimes for an actor if i mean that's what acting is about there's a negative space that you keep the green thing yes that's so a wait, green question uh, now yeah cgi does it mean does it also does it mean both green background and green you know screen. green screen sorry and does it also mean never happened as in it's fully fully com like a video game is S video game considered cgi or does cgi mean, mean just enhancement with green background green screen and whatnot the green screen and especially that shade of green because it's very unusual gives you the opportunity as in photoshop to use that as a mask if you want to create yeah. any ba any wished background in there yeah as well as not a only an image, but a motion graphic element. Let's say a dragon. Yeah. If mm. you're dealing with a scene in which you're filming around the forest, you cannot use a green screen because y the computer might recognize sh green within the forest as well. And blend not only the... And yeah. in an instance in which you film with a green background around you, you use a blue screen. And it's the same thing, a very different kind of blue that the computer can deal with. And then that the computer recognizes that color and plays around it. So as far as I know, the point is to use a color that's definitely not going to be there, which is usually green. A color that is usually non-natural or used in the real world. Yeah. Uh, like a very weird, bright shade of green or blue, depending yeah. on the situation. If you are feeling, obviously, in, a, in an environment which you have where you have the sky, you're not going to use a blue screen. So this is vi right. vice versa. Use a green screen. The most common one is the green screen that you can use because it's also like that specific color is very unusual. You never use it unless you're doing a very fancy design. But apart from that, no way. Tell never. me this then. How there's a lot of nature. There's a lot of green in nature actually. Yeah. So if you're doing uh, nature, then you use blue screen. But then the green screen is a very uh, how do you call that? The highlighter green, isn't it? Uh, in what sense? No, I mean the shade, the the hue, the specific color. Mm -hmm of green is a very highlighter color if i remember correctly the I one used for a green screen yeah yeah it's yeah. very saturated it's very bright okay so, so it's not a very normal does it blend with grass or whatever might be in a forest or sometimes because you know com computers might be tricked a bit not all the time because right now it's easier to do it but now we have come to the level where we when we can actually generate elements without a screen so the screen makes it easier yeah but with a bit more work, an artist can now create elements without even using a green screen. Okay, and then finally getting to, to the point. Why is it expensive? Is it exactly the same way you develop a video game, but it's just that, you know, you blend it with reality? It's a ton of work, yes. It's a very, it's a ton of work because you have to work frame by frame. So it's like picture after picture. And imagine yeah. you're dealing with 24 frames per second, right? I don't know what that means. Tell me. So, you see in a second of a video, 24 stills. Yeah, that's the... Um, that's the cinema format. Yeah. That you see usually on TV. You see 25 for TV commercials and anything that is like a commercial, music video, or anything like that. For cinema, you use 24. 
So you have 24 stills in a second that need to be generated computer if you're dealing with something that is computer generated. Okay, so one by one, the dragon has to... A lot of work. Has yeah, to be in 24 times for one second of film and then you do the math for the rest of the seconds that you see that dragon. Okay, so it's like, you know, because in Premiere or whatever, I think After Effects is where you put like point A, point B and, you know, in between the... You have a tracking or one. I don't know. But this is computer generated. You have to create an element, right? Within the computer, you have to create a dragon, right? Yep. As you would have created, uh, let's take Sims as an example, right? Mm. You create a, a, a human body. Sims was cool. Right? And then that body needs to be malleable. But besides the fact that it, it has to be malleable, it has to blend with the real world. Yeah. That means light, shadows, colors that come from different directions. So you're not just making it move in a specific way that blends with what but it's also about the environment that he's in yeah it's about the wind that comes a wind that comes towards the face of a creature that you have gener uh, generated through computer if, if a wind comes towards his face you have to deal with with that like it's it's you know oh wait, it's a lot of work games, that's why you have game engines because mm -hmm. they to a degree to a point you know they aid with that with uh, with what happens with the wind blowing in the face with the shadow with the sun blah 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 in a video game, though, it's slightly different because you're dealing with something that is completely generated by a computer. You're not blending them with something that is real. Mm. So then even that wind blowing doesn't have to be 100% real. Accurate. It just yeah. have to give you the, you know, the idea of the game is uh, to make you feel like right. you have been sucked from this uh, world and whereas in, in the movie it has to be synced with whatever was taken yeah, in reality you're dealing with something narrative right real. okay okay because i'm trying to you know i'm getting all these coordinates i'm not i'm not actually very very good to explain the whole process technically speaking you've just been doing it for the last 10 minutes no but technically speaking there are a lot more things that that stand for cgi and yeah. it's, it's a very very hard job but it's a very well paid one as well so if you end up working in in graphic, uh, in computer-generated image or VFX in Hollywood, that's that's quite a, a lot of work and a really paid, uh, well-paid one. Right. Because there's, it's just a lot. It's a lot to do, believe me. And uh, more artists work on it. So some somebody generates um, the element, the 3D element. Another person de deals with how it's supposed to move, and then you have a director that. Uh, literally takes care of every person that um, creates that and he, they he's going to correct them and then you have to blend it with the post-production team that edits the film so it's a it's a ton of work tens tens of people if not hundreds sometimes wow. the the latest spider-man which was completely uh, generated by which is spider-man into the spider-verse it's a completely drawn film drawn so that's what again what you said there like 25 25 24 frames per second so they had to do 24 paintings for one second and it was i think so if you take the total number sure. of seconds and multiply you get how many different paintings drawings they had to do for one I second it's of not a film i suppose it's not all manual is it it is but that's how they they had to do cartoons back in the day right back in the yeah, very exactly. old day but this also this one the spider-man into the spider-verse it was a new in terms of its look. So what they did, they actually pulled the style of a comic book, yeah, the I drawings, the textures, and so forth, and they animated it. And it looks incredi incredibly nice. It's very fluid. Yeah. So now, because the technology allows you to be more fluid with your imagery, because if you look at the cartoons back then, they weren't very fluid, right? You had interruptions in movement. But it's also about the TV, isn't it? Also, yeah, that frequency's changed and so forth. But besides that, 
it was a very meticulous work. And if you read more about it, it's like hundreds of artists, I think, they participated wow. at, at this. Yeah. And then you have to be all in sync with the, yeah. yeah crazy. And, and again, you have a concept artist who in the beginning draws you the characters that you have to stick with. Yeah. And then you as an artist who keeps frame by frame the film have to stick with that wow. character, you know. Because, you know, you have characters, that, that character is drawn um, facing you, then backwards, then profile, and you have to stick to that model so that you can create the rest of the film. It's very interesting to to learn more about this. It's like I don't a, a be ton of work. Ever. And they l they work for three years. This is for Spider-Man? Three years every single week, besides holidays and weekends, I guess. Awesome. I know. A lot of work. And now, as we speak, they have done half a year of the next of the sequel so they worked half of one year from the next film and they have two and a half years left is it just a set amount three years like is this how we usually take this is how they, they took to make the first film mm. three years but it hasn't won any it won the oscar i, I know oh has it it won the oscar wow. for feature animated yeah wow i was just gonna talk shit but You've uh, yeah. you've corrected me. Thank no, you for it's that. It's it's a besides the, the whole fancy pantsy techie stuff behind it. It's a great story, yeah. in my opinion. It's a very well crafted. And animation sometimes gives gives you the freedom to make a great story. Because there's Warning. no there's no external um, intervention. There's no such thing as bad lighting or. Um, so if you have like a a rainy day and in your scene there was supposed to be sun it's yeah. not going to be an issue okay, because so you can draw whatever you want fewer yeah. uncontrollable factors that 100% you know. the only thing that can uh, alter the film in terms of um, its performance and its story is is the art the characters that you cast to voice act your film that's the only if you want direct human touch yeah, the voice of the. But actors. that's back to what we were talking in what I don't know which episode three, four, five, something with uh <coughs> with video games becoming movies and the other way around. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's the thing we shared wi between each other, right? Wh which was it? I think Sony are yes, looking so to. Sony was uh, announcing, uh, announcing Sony Productions. The PlayStation Productions. Yeah. So Sony is going to be the parent, but they're going to launch so a PlayStation Productions, which is amazing. But I that's so the thing, anyways. Well, okay, maybe not with. Jungle Book or whatever, something even with jung Jungle Book actually, I, I was trying to find something that that was you know very popular but didn't when didn't go on to become the next Disney World or something like that. Everything you know they they took it from everything succe successful at least they took it from video film to reality, and they wanted to more in betweens or you know they, they create their own rep even Angry Birds back to the previous or two two three episodes ago. Mm -hmm. So everyone is trying to. Because people probably have interest in it because they know it because of the game, you know, it goes down the rabbit hole. But it makes sense why they want to do that some as well to their video games. Because while you have conventions, you have merchandise, you have figurines and whatnot, I suppose it was just a matter of technology. Or, you know, this would be the reason why it wouldn't have happened so far. Yeah, that's true. So what are we going to see then, you think? You mean how uh, is this gonna play out? The whole invention. Yeah, what Sony productions? What are they gonna produce? Like, what are they gonna take their top famous video games? Okay, so I think what uh, how this is gonna. I don't think you're gonna basically lose control over the 
over the game because initially right they, they said they want to adapt the games that they have created into films slash movies but weren't they two separate products at that point if so that would happen what i what i wish is that you can maybe still participate in some form so n- not not separate products no i'd like to be a blend i mean that would be cool maybe no i'm asking you what did they say if they said th- th- so this is your guess now I didn't see any details, but okay. I would I would like to see if you ask me a um, a blend between a film and still you know playing a game pr- like basically enhancing all that interactive interactive feeling that you would get from a game. Mm. Maybe it's gonna be something close to Bandersnatch plus you know a lot some of participation more. and but but some more yeah. I th- I think it would be cool to go into that. They're gonna need a lot of testers for this. This is weird to say right now. W- which one fits best? You know, if you want to like just lay back and enjoy that same universe that you used to play, yeah, with the same graphics and uh, the same environment and so forth, or if you if you're gonna be willing to actually make decisions for the character too, you know, take that headset, microphone, and. Uh, the two wireless controllers, controllers to actually yeah. participate in it. Yeah. Plus the third party um, devices that are going to enhance the whole experience even more. They have created, you know, thread mills that can help you walk. Wow. Yeah, they, they have created a 360 degrees thread mill formed of other thread mills. It's still not very accurate, but you can walk in any direction through that. And it has a, ver- uh, a protection circle around you. So that you don't go out of bounds, yeah. you know, because you're gonna be in your living room. Maybe you're gonna jump out of your treadmill without realizing. So you have like a protective uh, circle around you. Because I, I suppose you can use a what program? You can code it, you know, so that if you start running, you'll feel it, and y- the treadmill will start keeping up with you. Exactly. But yeah, if you need to jump, probably you're gonna jump on your couch, or that's the best case scenario, actually. I know. Yeah. So hardware is going to become, you know, better and better, I guess, more compact because right now I think you also need some tracking devices if you're going to go a bit more extra with your uh, uh, with your hardware, you know, if you want what else? I don't know. Anyways, but anyway, it's 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 going to progress. It's going to progress. These are just uh, guesses, right? Like estimates. Yeah. Would they They're still testing like I I said it in a previous episode. They even created smell catalogs. What's that? Smell? Oh yeah, smell catalogs. Right? I, remember, to I remember. To reproduce the, the yeah. smell from that particular scene. And right now, I, I'm I'm guessing they have launched a studio. I'm not sure in which city, in which they even reproduce the temperature of that specific uh, environment. It's like it's getting a bit too far. Who knows? Too far? Yeah, I mean. Uh, oh, I don't know. Man. You're becoming old school if you're saying that. No, too far in the sense that. Um, you know, how willing are you to actually, let's take a game, for example, an adventure game. How willing are you to play an, play a, a level yeah. in a yeah. tr- tropical forest where it's like pouring rain? Would you like willing to <laughs> to be wet in your living room and, you know, get the Everyone cold would and try so forth? I would try Obviously, it. yes. Day to day, I don't know. But sometimes, you know, I like the cozy feeling of being under a blanket and playing a game like that without necessarily being in that environment. Yeah, I mean, sometimes, yeah, it's freaking exciting. I would want to go into space and float. 
that's good to see. But would you want to feel the temperature? I guess yeah, not. Yeah, no, no. I was thinking as you were talking now. Um, you know that feeling when you're dreaming and you feel like you you've been you paralyzed. Know, n- n- no. Oh, sorry. Did you ever have like a sleep, ra- sleep, sleep paralysis? paralysis? Yeah. Did you? Yeah. Story time, dude. Tell us. Um, was it? I suppose it was scary. I suppose that's one of the. It wasn't. It wasn't uh, long, so it, w- it didn't happen for like uh, a number of minutes. I would say it was like wow. one minute. Okay. I had a sort of like a nightmare. Somebody lurking or following me or something like that. And then when I woke up, I was literally in between that dream and and me yeah. actually being in reality. And when I opened my eyes, I could feel like the lurking creature, the character being in the room. That specific mm. character, me in the bed, trying to react to that and not being able to, like, I opened my eyes and I, I would, I couldn't do anything. I wanted, I think, I wanted Paralyzed. just to um, yell for my mom. I think it w- I was like a bit more. I couldn't say anything. Like I want, I wanted yeah, to. Yeah. You know, I was just. And then after some, like I said, like a minute, I, I, I was able to blink again. And then I, I started moving my hands and so forth and it's fine got back in control yeah no i was uh, i was trying to touch you know that feeling when you feel like you've been falling and then you wake up yeah you like it i like falling in my in wow my never heard never thought i would hear that from anyone actually because usually the falling kind of dreams for me they turn out into flying dreams wow <laughs> right okay. no so i mean when you wake up you be you're falling but then you wake up so it's not really happy ending i had i think once again i was in space in a dream wow. and at some point an astronaut came and grabbed me i don't know if i was wearing an, a- an astronaut suit or not because it you doesn't know, have you to make sense you in the cannot dream. see yourself in a dream no you cannot see your hands you cannot see anything you would feel it you would do this so yeah I, I anyways i felt that that astronaut grabbed me yeah and then dropped me even though we were in space for, <coughs> some, for some reason gravity worked and he dropped me and when i woke up i bounced in my bed like it felt as if i actually fell into my bed it was like yeah you know wow but that was like the the m- the sh- shockiest one if you want as a f- as a fall sensation yeah what i was trying to say <laughs> was that because you know this kind of feeling can happen what's the um, what's the brain's line between you die in this kind of very realistic video game and because i'm not sure i feel like there is an example that just doesn't come to my mind where some people were you know close to dying but it was all not a dream but something virtual like you basically I'm, I'm imagining the matrix you know because yeah if they were dying as they were porting teleporting whatever that was you would die in real life as well because your brain brain can't tell the difference and that i don't have any science to back it up but probably it's just an extension of the um, of this thing of you know you're falling in a dream and you're actually feeling it and much to what you said earlier you do that that little jump physically even though that all happened in your in your mind usually the, the so do you think people people will die from <laughs> this very realistic video games i i suppose like people are already getting traumatized from it or having not the brain only damage the only thing that is gonna kill them us not them us well i hope you stay sane yeah <laughs> um is the refusal to listen to your actual primal instincts as in going to the bathroom eating who can do that drinking and so forth isn't that the the purpose 
I mean, I know. Isn't that how it is? You can't really control them? Hopefully. Yeah. It's like how that how deep would you dive into the... I don't know. I, I suppose we're going to find out in a couple of years. So best we can do is patiently wait. There was a test. Remember I told you in one of the episodes. There was a test of a guy who went 72 hours. Oh, yeah. Completely into the VR world. Yeah. And when he took off the headset, he felt freshly born. It was amazing. Almost started crying when he saw, you know, outside and fresh air and so forth. I said I'm going to watch that video, but I blatantly lied because I haven't so far. I it's not that I didn't want to. It's a channel. It's called... I saw it was recommended anyways. Upload VR, I think it's called. Wow. And they do a lot of... Um, they're kind of like a newspaper kind of channel. They, mm. they grab material from a lot of uh, creators. Yeah. And, and just uh, yeah. republish them. Yeah. Right. How long until... Uh, <laughs> yeah. Until... A billion dollar empire starts because of a meme page or you know this is down the line so it all started with a meme page or maybe an Instagram page or social media page you mean it creates a concept or an but idea? no actually I should say meme page because I suppose billion dollar empires not empires big companies have already started because of Instagram pages so because of a meme page I think that will eventually happen I think we're in the process of seeing it not seeing it of having it happen mm -hmm. but at least one of the future empires i'm being a little bit dramatic here are uh, will be based on what started as a meme page this is pretty much uh goes back to what we were talking about what two episodes ago about creating um mm -hmm page about a specific niche and then growing starting with uh, grabbing the audience and then catering to them with a product so you're saying that the, that page itself can become a uh, can become the base yeah because look basically it is the best case scenario of what we're talking about so you're starting this this page could be a meme page in, in this example that we're talking about and let me just try and turn this and um, because of that you know it's like a chain of events and eventually you get to start the you get to tell the the inception story of this billion dollar company you say you know we started with a meme page and then we took it to this i think this will happen i think people maybe didn't happen didn't start already but eventually you will point back to to this episode and say hey you know we kind of got close to to predicting it mm, i can see that happen so instead of actually owning a business idea and then creating a page for it, you would say no, the other way I'm around. Is, what I'm saying is if, if you do memes about, I don't know, cars, yeah, and then you, I don't know what you might be doing, a, a repair shop, let's just say. This is an example. See, so people who are interested in these memes, because probably they're very jargon and whatever. I wouldn't follow a car meme page, but I know there are some because I've seen them randomly. I suppose if you have a a repair shop and then you come up with a with something that can really really turn into a billion dollar um, company or product or whatever it can be tracked down to that because this came to myself okay it can it can sound like something we came up with on a podcast because whatever we're almost getting high or whatever on, on our own ideas but the point was to i was kind of trying to backtrack like people who are getting born now what kind of companies will they found what kind of com companies will they run 
and in what in what uh, kind of environment where do you know the environment is getting shaped now i don't know how it's going to look in 20 years from now or 30 years when they will start companies mm-hmm. but unless something happens unless you know like a black swan I- black swan event sorry or something we can't really predict probably it's going to s- stay in the same manner of you know more opening more communication yes more privacy if you want to maybe it's too far i can't really say i don't think anyone can say what will happen in 30 years from now on uh, or how things will be coming but 10 15 years probably is pretty safe to to draw the lines in the same on the same trajectory i would agree to that do, do you want to start the meme page now like no. last time not a meme page why well <coughs> why are you so so adamant about not having a meme page i just think i'm not good at memes to be honest jake you are a living meme i'm not <laughs> sure whether you're aware of it I, mean I think you are somewhere deep down inside. Um, I could do it. But it's just but that. What's the big but? I, I, uh, I don't know. I, f- I feel like I, I, I would force it maybe now with the meme. Like I wouldn't. I would. Uh, so it's not natural to you. Yeah. Yeah. It, it okay. might. It might come afterwards. A yeah. meme. Pictures around the subject. Yes. Mm. Memes. Maybe they need a bit of time because. It's kind of like I'm joking to myself. If I'm not, maybe yet. Yeah, I don't know what that is. I feel like sometimes I feel like there's an earthquake happening around here, but it's not actually. Do you? Maybe there's the building is sh- no. It's okay now. Okay. Um. So yeah, memes maybe maybe afterwards. After after what? After like let's say. Couple thousands of followers, then I would start pushing the memes. Yeah. There. Yeah, I would agree. Because n- then you need to step into like. That's not gonna happen. What? Having a few thousand followers first and then switching to a meme. So you're page. saying it should be it should start with memes? Maybe. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I really don't know. I don't know, man. I I understand. I understand. You don't know. Mm. It's a suggestion. You don't have to listen to it. Kind of like uh, film memes. Is there anything I mean like film memes? Something like that? Of course. A lot of them, but uh, I mean, yeah, but it got into politics so too, and it's pretty funny. And it's so wide, right? Because film, obviously, it's a it's a w- very wide industry. I guess you can have, I oh don't yes. know, tons of it. It's like usually film memes are in the form of sh- very short videos because they pick up, you <laughs> know, uh, you they pick no up one phase, you know. Yeah, it's like, why are you running? <laughs> What's that? I don't know. It, it's an uh, <laughs> I think it's an <laughs> Bollywood film. Oh, <laughs> there's this guy coming out of a car, you know, and he yells at, yells at a woman. Like, Why are you running? <laughs> and, and now they kind of like associated this with uh, any rape or harassment related, uh, you know, situation, which is not to be joked Controversy about. Controversy meter goes off the yeah, charts now. I know. Red, it's on red. But it's a lot <laughs> of, uh, it, it's usually associated with the idea of control, you know, and just wanting to um dude the thing is today with memes everyone can understand anything and taking out of taking it out of context and putting it into 15 different contexts <laughs> the plural form mm-hmm. desire we're opening ourselves to becoming meme- memed eventually mm-hmm. i think you just need to everyone can be memed actually as soon as you put something out on the internet you're open to to becoming a meme mm. and when i say meme it doesn't have to be 10 million shares it can even be did you ever think about that that 
if I'm gossiping about you with this person here, you're a meme. Memes existed before memes existed. Oh, so memes are just an extension of the human psyche. Yeah, it's like a new theory. And a well-constructed buzz, you know, or a gossip. Say again, sorry. It's a well-constructed buzz or a gossip. Did you notice that never on podcasts people say say that again? What? Generally on podcasts, I've never heard someone say sorry. Say it again. Buzz. No, no, no. Someone saying, can you please repeat what you just said? I didn't hear you. What did I just say? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I lost my train of thought because I didn't know. No, listen, listen. <laughs> okay. Never on podcast. Forget what you said. I'm taking a short break. I haven't heard ever on a podcast someone saying, please repeat what you just said. Oh, just like in movies. Oh, the idea of asking ob- somebody to repeat yeah, themselves. Yeah, literally. But in movies, it makes sense why. But I've never heard that on a podcast. Someone saying, please repeat. I, uh, well, maybe because you've, you've got headphones and whatever, but I couldn't hear you earlier, which is why I asked it. Okay, so you still haven't heard me. No, no, but then I took a short break because <laughs> I wanted <laughs> to tell you that. <laughs> go on, so go on. I wanted to say that memes are a great extension of a buzz or a gossip. A buzz or a god. Yeah, yeah. Right. Oh, we're on the same page. We're saying the same thing. Yeah. That's so okay. it's, but it's visuals help. It's kind of what makes it, you know. Mm. Plus, you know, the idea of empathizing with a specific situation and so forth. But and it's not, actually, it's not just about gossiping somebody because sometimes it is self-related. You know, when they True. say, when you do, and you feel like that. Mood. Like, yeah, exactly. Like a mood. That's that's targeted towards everybody. Yeah. It's kind of like, wait, I'm gonna pour myself some water. You can, you, you know. Should I just take over? Yeah, yeah it's fine. Like we can talk. Like some of my voice, you know, might be heard from over there. Do you want to cut this or do you want to leave it? No, no, we can leave it. I'm just. I'm wow. Thirsty, you know? Fine. Well, I don't know. Let me see what I. Uh, I'll ha- I'll try to make myself a quick. Um, yo, watch out for the wire. Yeah. Please don't destroy the setting. Yeah. Um, I was planning to have myself a monologue, you know, you listening to me, and then you come up and, uh, yes, this is it. I have it on my list. So I was thinking, by the way, that I think there's no there's no better indicator of success than, dude, by the way, we, re- we really need to buy some, uh, get us some microphone arms. Because I'm, I'm staying, I don't know if people, people will see it on camera, and I think we'll be laughing at this at some, at some point. I'm really stiff now, not because... I find myself really tense, but because... Say again? This is, the f- this is the fun part, because we get to test it uh, here. and uh, No phones allowed in this room. You know, um, then we can improve it. No, I was saying that I'm, s- I'm staying really tense because of the microphone arm, because I really need to stay here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, I suppose the, the microphone arms are a uh, necessity now. But yeah, listen, I was saying that I think there's no better indicator of success than no phones allowed in this room, J- Mr. Jake. <laughs> Dude, I was going to get I was going to get a uh, really really deep, but now I won't go about it because it's your turn to come up with a subject. What was something no, say number say two? Say you were saying about a recipe for success. No, 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 no. I, I'm not <laughs> I'm not selling any ebook here. No, <laughs> I was saying that. You you're gonna laugh at it, definitely. 
that gratitude is yes. <laughs> is is for real. I really think there's a like there are some rules in in on in this world that I don't think anyone can ever know them. But I haven't seen anyone that can really really achieve something without being grateful and you know not in a forced manner of oh look this is it. But it happened to me at least. The more I got and when I say grateful, I used to think that gratefulness really means you sit down and you say thank you for this, thank you for that. I don't know who you're thanking, but I don't know. Y- uh, accepting the the value of it, the, the value of, I don't know, someone being alive, something happening to you. But I think it's more than that. I think it's also about, well, obviously feeling it, which I just said, but understanding that, not that it could be worse, understanding that these things pile up together over time. They get somehow compounded. That's what I also mean by gratitude, which I, d- I used to not see back at that point. So the thing is, the more you have, this is what I w- was missing about gratitude. I found a better way to put it into words. The more you have, the more you understand you can have more because things are already piled up. Does it make sense? I think it's really metaphorical. There's a book called Never Eat Alone that tackles a lot of that, a lot of uh, about what it means to heard be about it to be grateful I, I forgot the, the author name you can google it now if you want do I give him credit and um, besides that it talks about also about the idea of asking for help something Ferrazzi. yes I hope I'm reading his name the way it should be sorry it was so the idea besides of besides gratitude yeah it talks a lot about the courage to ask for help because there's this thing about people feeling insecure when it comes to asking for help when it when it when it comes to wanting to participate into something working with somebody or you know generally participating mm. at something it's like you asking for help from a ceo or anything like that like you know cold messaging or so forth but genuinely asking for help yeah that and the gratitude thing if you read the book, you're, they're going to tackle a lot of that. That's mm. very nice. But when you say gratitude, gratitude, what's going on through your mind? Thanking, um, exactly what you what you have said. It's it's mm. about it's not necessarily about. So it's not a thing that you have to do. Yeah. But it's a thing that launches something within you as well. So it's it's not like you have the obligation to thank a person that has boosted you or you know has given yeah, you a slight inspiration. But it's something that, that, that triggers something in you when you do that. I think that's the key word, having it trigger. Because, you know, you you read, you read hear it from me maybe because I just said it now or whatever. You say, correct, you say okay, I'm going to sit down and say thank you for this, this and that. But the, the part that was missing, obviously that's not true gratitude because it's not, you don't get the feeling if you just sit down or you put down on paper thank you or if you do it as a, you know, just because you have to because you told yourself to do it. Sometimes, right. Uh, two times out of ten, it might happen that you write it down and then you get the feeling. But I think, for me, this this the discovery um, was that if you put into this perspective of look, I'm trying to look at what goes well, because I suppose it all got shaped by the Pareto principle, the Matthew principle. It's got different shapes and forms. Those who will, who have won will win more. So the purpose of gratitude might be. You see what micro wins you've had already so that you can have a look and say, okay, this is the foundation. 
this is what I'm set up for now. Th this is what will set me up for winning even more if I choose to look at those things. Yeah. I, I think that that was the... Not something that I was missing before, but something that I've added on top of it in this in this field. I think it's very much needed. You know, not a lot of people usually do it. But And closely related to the that title of, like, Never Eat Alone. You know this very basic question that usually runs around the internet and a lot of experiments were done around it, but I'm still very curious to ask you mm. about this. If you could... If you could eat, you know, or have dinner with somebody oh. now. Oh, yeah, I have a very selfish answer. Now, like around this this time, would you like to have it with a specific someone? And if yes, why? Yeah. What's the... Like yeah, I said, it's, like it's something like very general. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's something kind of very thing. general, like around the internet. It's quite a general question. has been yeah. put a thousand times, but I'm curious to know. My answer is very selfish. It would be my future self. But um, I'm not sure whether I, I might be looking back at this and say, hmm, okay, he had something in his mind that wasn't that. No, that wasn't. That was kind of what I'm trying to say is that I'm not sure whether I'm able to be mentored because of what I have in my head, which is I'm, I'm aware of these things. They exist there, but I don't think they're bad things like if i would say arrogance because you know i think i said uh, multiple times before on the podcast talking about my arrogance and you said look it's not bad and to your point i was i still believe it's, it's not bad it's just something that that i'm aware of so this is me knowing myself knowing that this kind that because arrogance you no one can be arrogant all the time this, this is me going a bit micro into the arrogance thing or i don't know s some bad traits people have bad traits, but they don't have them all the time but anyways, I'm I'm digressing here. Um, yeah, I think I'll have dinner with my future self if I w if you could, because I suppose you can pick anyone, and if you can pick Jesus, I suppose you can pick your future self as well. Okay, so your 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 answer was around the idea that you don't want to meet with somebody else specifically because you have a sp um, a very specific idea of what you want to achieve or do, and you have like a specific mindset that you're following. But let me ask you uh, in a different way. If you are maybe curious yeah. to find out something from a specific person and you would do it over that dinner. I think it has to do with my... I'll ask you the so same so question So don't, in don't a bit. think of it of, uh, as that person would, would mean your gateway to success. Don't think that that person... This is what I'm trying to say. I don't think anyone can hold the keys. Because the thing is, you... Well, I haven't been alive for very, very long. It's not like I'm 80 and I can say this, as I would say, when I would be 80. But the thing is, you have at certain points in life, you're looking for some stuff and you think there's an answer once you get to a specific point. You think there's a there's a book for something or someone holds the secret or the 1% of the... This is the biggest bullshit, I, I believe. The 1% of the 1%, you know, the Illuminati thing. Maybe it's true, maybe I'm talking shit, whatever. The thing is, at the end of the day, you see the, hum the limitations of the human being. And it, it's something beautiful, I believe, by the way, the fact that we're limited because you can't really have everything so... Is like a game no one can win eventually i think once you because i made peace with this these ideas which i know some people don't so it's just different world views i don't think there's a gateway to success as you much like you said but at the same time it's like if i have to this this was a tweet i tweeted the other day and we can start a topic it's actually the last point on my list talking about um 
free will and determinism. Um, I suppose if something really has to happen, it will if it really, really has to happen. And I think I said this before, I'm not sure. It will happen with or without you. So if you need to, if you have to meet at a certain party someone, and you know, that night you don't feel really well, so you don't really feel like talking to people, because that person will be your next founder, co-founder, sorry, or your next business partner, your, your investor, whatever, it, w- it will find its way through. Again, this is my worldview. I know people have different worldviews. So back to your question, because I, I kind of make a circle around it, made a circle around it. I don't feel like it, like someone who I can have dinner with will hold something for me. I'm not saying no one can have any value for me. I'm saying it shouldn't be that much of a deal if it will be over dinner. So, you know, I like to talk to my future self to shoot the shit. I don't know. That's that's more than, you know, I completely agree with that. Because it's interesting the question. Usually the question is, what would you say to your past self? And again, it's not like I've been alive for a long time, but I suppose you've asked yourself that as well, if you would have the chance. And to myself, for instance, my question in my mind was, I would just tell him to keep on doing his stuff because he probably wouldn't listen to me one. Or if you listen to me, he will stop listening to me after two days or something like that. But that's me. So what's yours? I now? like the idea of, you know, the philosophy of finding yourself and talking only to yourself and maybe, you know, respecting yeah. yourself and looking up to yourself as, w- as well. But what's very interesting about, you know, that dinner with a specific person is, bu- is about having that one-on-one time and, and I, I tend to to inspire myself from other people too, right? So I, I, I take a grasp of that. Because there's something very powerful about a, a human and the experiences that he went through. It's something that I cannot personally feel yet if I haven't been in that position. So I would say. Wait, you know, tell me more about that. What does that mean? So no matter you how. Wouldn't m- feel it yet if. Yeah, no matter how much I I use myself as a guide. Yeah. You know, and think of myself in the future, which is completely fine, and I agree with because I'm also following that path. I tend to. Um, to go towards people that have inspired me to some to some extent, just because I want I'm curious to know how it went for them. It's just a, a matter of being curious and trying to see for myself through their eyes how those experiences feel. Yeah, well, that's something that I that I can see only you know only then, which is fine to like I said what what you said and to only uh, take yourself as a as a target but I need that too for example thank you no I think that's the keyword there the what you said curious because I'm trying to dig into myself you know you you say something and then you ask yourself why is that or at least there's a habit within me so now we're trying because I feel like I didn't dig deep enough with why would I choose myself and you know you can pick it you can pick anyone from i don't know asking talking to jesus to whatever you can think of 10 million examples um curious yeah i think maybe it's also because of where the period of time where we grew up in because there's so much stuff on the internet you can you know with a stroke of keywords can find anyone so or most people a lot too many st- way too many stories that you can ever digest or have time to read i suppose that the delta between the top number one person well for me the top number one person w- would be the future self but okay the top number two person let's just say someone like steve jobs let's just say because you know 
pe- a lot of people look up to him. The delta between him and someone I, I c- might find on the internet who actually says his story, because Steve Jobs didn't write his biography. It was written by someone else. So you might be asking him something directly, as opposed to someone who wrote his autobiography or mm-hmm. a post about himself or herself. The delta between that might not be that much, because past a certain point, you can get inspired or not. Or I think it's a matter, for me at least, it's a matter of, uh, there's a lot of supply if you want to get inspired. Mm-hmm. So, but the number one for me would be, um, again, my o- the older me. There's also the idea that you're going to be served with the answers from the questions that you have tailored, which is another interesting thing. Of course, you can find out stuff, you know, written from the internet and interviews of that specific person. But to me, there's nothing compared to that one-on-one, at least one-hour interaction that is going to... So who would you choose then? I have, I think, two people right now in my head. My favorite, my favorite artists at this moment. One, uh, one of them is uh, Timothée Chalamet. Wow, which is I a guessed very it. It's a Can't very believe it. Yeah, it's he's wow, he's a very talented actor and just human. From what I, from what I saw, I, I have no proof of that. I met him really briefly here in London at the BAFTA event. See, if you have to meet someone, you, it will happen. And Stephen Wilson, which is a progressive rock artist who initially started playing in the band porcupine tree and right now he's a solo artist so yeah. now he sings by by uh, by his own name steven wilson that's his project and he's a great storyteller so his music is something uh, out of the spectrum of like the typical song it has a complete story has a universe he works with animators from for his own music videos that create a full universe for his stories he writes incredibly smart i think he's a very good poet he could write poetry by himself easily so i think he's just somebody that would i would really love to talk about because i think he has a very good knowledge of uh, storytelling as well and timothy chalamet just because He's one of the... M- yeah, that guy. That's Stephen Wilson. Go on, go on. I'm listening. And Timothy Chalamet because he just... Man, he... He has this natural instinct for acting. He draws from a technique called the Meissner technique, which is a derivative of a Stanislavski method in acting. Stanislavski usually wrote a uh, method that deals with a natural form of acting. So nothing nothing loud, nothing exaggerated, which, which draws from, you know, the real world, actual being, you know, this is what, what acting usually tends to, to, to try to portray as much as possible. And then the Meisner technique teaches you that it's mainly focused around imagining that situation that you could be part of and empathizing with the characters around you. And it and not being about you, a specific scene, drawing from the par- partners of a scene. What does it mean in simple terms, in layman terms? Oh, it's just it's it's very hard to explain. It's it's literally a natural form of acting that deals a lot with empathy. So it's about putting yourself into that position, but by by imagining, not drawing from your own experiences. So wait, especially since we're here, I don't know how it is to act. You've acted. I played. Ar- I joked around so far. Anyways, you know, 
isn't that so i just assume blindly that that's how actors work they put themselves in that position but you know if someone dies and you care a lot about them as an actor as, as a character you really need to bring that into your soul mind body and everything that's job done you know if you okay so it sounds easy in theory i suppose it's it's a lot of it's a lot of work because look for example you cannot draw from a past experience dying because <laughs> you've never done <laughs> you know what i'm saying yeah. so it's imagining that it's a, it's important to empathize from a, with the situation that you have seen either in a movie or in a or you know in a, yeah. s- a certain instance and imagining being capable to be so creative to to put yourself into the feet of that and besides that have that n- natural instinct of actually portraying it afterwards on screen so timothy besides the fact that he's a very talented human being He's very smart. I've seen a lot of his interviews. He listens to cool music. We have like similar interests and I, I love that. Um, and I know he's, he's like a complete you know package of like a very young, smart, talented Back to wha- what person I w- in the we industry. were saying a bit before. I think it was um, Jack Nicholson that said hmm. to Heath Ledger maybe, or no, to Jared Leto, someone who played the joker that don't take the role it will mess you up it will fuck you up as a person don't take a role that would, that would don't mess take you up. the role of the joker i mean like the dc the batman joker you say that jack nicholson um recommended i can't remember to heath ledger i'm not I remember sure I whether it was heath ledger or jared leto because both of them played jared jared leto's joker is not that substantial. i wish the camera would would have taken that face of yours it can you know it's not but no I'm, I'm comparing it to Heath Ledger's performance which to this day is the best performance of the Joker right no discussion it's quite hard to beat it yeah I won't uh, attack the sentence no, no it's fine it's but again I it think it's also no about discussion. the context Suicide Squad is not uh, meant Dark to be. Knight yeah, yeah Suicide Squad is it's meant to be a lot more entertaining Mm. See, it was a showmanship type of film. Yeah. So then, obviously, being cocky around the character of a Joker as Jared Leto, then you have the space to do that because the format lets you. Yeah. So see, it, it's also contextually speaking, it's a completely different. But I'm not sure. Uh, I don't know the story that you're telling about. Might have been, you know, to Heath Ledger because yeah, he, from what I know, he suffered from that performance, and I think that. That is what led him to his accident. I think so. I don't know. Yet I think enough. it was rumored because I I heard heard or maybe read something similar. I just wasn't sure. I didn't want to bring it up because I don't it's have very hard role, man. Like the Joker itself, and now now we're gonna see. So making a circle back to what you were saying, these techniques that have fancy names, or maybe then there are a couple of other um, like this is like method acting, putting yourself literally into a position like that, like. Let's say you play a, uh, a jail prisoner, putting yeah. yourself in jail like before filming just for the sake of yeah, how right. It is, you know, I think it was so Heath Ledger that got himself locked in a, a hotel room. Just yeah. yeah, see that's With method a acting. That's uh, slightly a, a method acting that that you know you wanna feel what it is to like. It's like a difference between making a research around the subject and f- you know being there. Being part of a it, sub- like being a subject. Yeah, 
Hope you don't. That's a bit too far. I prefer I prefer what what Timothy does as as an actor. I think it's. So what's the difference again? Because you said, and I just assume that's what everyone does. He imagines what it is like to to be part of that, and he does and research. The al- the obviously, the alternative is putting yourself. What you said, the the geo example. Yeah, that's like method acting. There are a lot of more. I haven't read enough yet about um, all the acting methods mm. that because you know there's also theater and film, and it's kind of like a different world. But it's about implications and whatever work works best for an actor but then at the end product is what you know matters matters and yeah man i i kind of like block myself when i when i think about him and what he does he's he's just a pure talent and like i said i, I briefly met him at the bath events he went i was like behind a fence and he went to to salute a couple of uh people that went there fortunately he didn't win it was he was nominated for a film that was nominated at BAFTA. He was nominated for a um, supporting role. Mm. But now he's doing he did a couple of very cool projects. He did a Wes Anderson film that is going to come out in 2020. He did Dune that is directed by he he's like still filming it in Budapest right now. That is directed by Denis Villeneuve who did Blade Runner 2049 and uh, Arrival very good films i think the the reboot of dune it's going to be a very cool one and he pa- he plays the main character in the story which is paul atreides and dune if you think about it dune is the sci-fi story that came even before star wars the matrix really like Lord what, the, the book yeah the book okay. and the story itself it was like before any of all of the sci-fi that you know and david lynch uh which is an experimental kind of like director. He did a lot of um, very interesting films. Um, he had an attempt with Dune. He did this film in 70-something. I don't remember. 78, I guess. I'm not sure. And it uh, was okay. But Denis Villeneuve, this, act- this director that deals with sci-fi movies, he's brilliant at them. He, he makes them feel very human. And I think... I hope I'm not gonna jinx it, mm. but this team, like Timothy and him, you know, main character, and oh, I think it's gonna be delicious. You're gonna have to see that. I really hope so. Right. But yeah, that's my answer to whom would I have dinner with? Yeah. Either Timothy right now or Steven Wilson. But those are like now, me, Jacob at 22. Who knows? I'm out of juice, dude. This is the first time. It's I fine. Think. We're one hour and, a f- and 15 minutes in. Almost. Yeah. Should we end it now? Wow. Finally, our handshake will be on the camera. With the left hand? Yeah. That's the first uh, one. I was expecting the other hand, but <laughs> that can work <laughs> as well. Mr. Jake, as always, this a pleasure. Was a pleasure. Thank wow. you. Do you mind turning off the fire? Oh, it's a bit cold if I turn it off. <laughs> I'll just keep it this way. <laughs>